We're talking today with John Flanders of Albany Cuba Solidarity. Um, this is a, a, a big week for efforts to focus attention on the need for the U.S. to end its uh, blockade on Cuba. Uh, on Monday, the uh, Bethlehem Neighbors of Peace and others, as part of their uh, weekly vigil at, uh, I guess, Four Corners in Del Mar, um, had a vigil uh, for it. But this uh, Saturday, there's a rally sponsored by a number of different groups down in New York City. I understand John's to be attendant. So, so John, why are groups mobilizing this week to focus attention on the ending of the blockade in Cuba? Well, because uh, the, the annual vote, which has happened something like 30 times so far of the uh, by the UN against the blockade is going uh, the vote is going to take place and it, it happens once a year overwhelmingly the world has rejected the blockade and Cuba wants to keep keep that momentum going now, is there anyone besides United States? And I, I know Israel usually votes with the United States on these type of things. But are there any other countries that, uh, in fact, vote uh, to support the United States continuing the blockade? Well, there are a number of countries abstain. I don't have a list of them right handy right now, but uh, um, I would regard an abstention as a no vote. And this year, this year, the European Union will probably be under pressure to support the United States more than usual because of the conflict in Ukraine. Now, you know, President Obama, during his administration, um, you know, did, you know, try to ease, you know, somewhat the uh, tensions between the United States and, and Cuba. Trump obviously reversed that. Um, you know, how is, has Biden been on the issue of relations with uh, Cuba? Biden has been pretty terrible, actually. Um, he's basically doubled down on the Trump initiatives. Recently, because he's worried about the congressional elections, he's eased up a little bit. But um, one thing he could do, which would be really, he, he could do personally, would be to lift the inclusion of Cuba on the list of state sponsors of terrorism. And according to the uh, UN ambassador from, for, for, from Cuba, the continued inclusion of Cuba on the list of state sponsors of terrorism has worsened the dissuasive and intimidating impact of the blockade and made it more difficult for the country to engage in international trade and conduct of financial operations. And Biden could do this simply by him, himself. He doesn't have to get Congress, congressional support. Trump, Trump made this a parting gift to Cuba on his way out the door. And uh, so th this is something that Biden could do, has refused to do so far. So how is, you know, Cuba, you know, continuing to... I don't know. How's their economy? How's their humanitarian aid? How are things, you know, progressing in Cuba? And, and I know that Cuba, you know, obviously paid a lot of attention to the the hurricane that uh, hit Florida a couple of weeks ago, but Cuba was also hit uh, during that as well. You know, how, how is Cuba doing these days? Well, Cuba is, is functioning basically <clears throat> On a very limited uh, budget of because of the blockade, 
and <clears throat> things are pretty d difficult in Cuba. The reports I've heard that that it's much more difficult than it was during the period of uh, the Obama relaxation of tensions. So, <clears throat> for example, tourism from the United States has been restricted. And now with the European Union being under stress, the, the tourism from Europe are not coming in the, in the numbers that they did before. And Cuba relies on tourism specifically for hard currency, as, as people who've been to Cuba know. So <clears throat> it's, it's the situation on the island right now is very difficult. Now, has, as, as Congress, you know, especially now the Democrats, at least for a few more months, have control of the, both houses, has the House of Representatives ever, you know, itself addressed the issue of whether or not the United States should be continuing this blockade? I mean, how long has a blockade been going on? Is it what's 50, it's been going 60? on for 60 years. Mm -hmm. And no, Congress has not made a move to relent at all. Even, even the, progr the progressive members of Congress, <clears throat> the liberal Democrats, have made certain resolutions, put forward certain resolutions to lift the, uh, lift the uh, sanctions on travel particularly, but has, they have not, nothing has been passed. <clears throat> so is there any hope moving forward? I mean, how does, you know, the United States finally come to grips with, uh, you know, Fidel Castro, you know, deceased, no longer president. Um, the, you know, country continues. How does the, how, how's the United States ever going to come to grips with the reality that, that Cuba exists and, you know, that we shouldn't be punishing them? Well, I mean, this creates enormous problems for the U.S. diplomacy in Latin America, particularly, and in the Caribbean, because the sympathy for Cuba is very widespread in, the, in these areas, particularly. Um, but the United States hasn't relented significantly so far. <clears throat> what can people do if they are interested in... Um... You know, getting the blockade, you know, lifted and trying to normalize, you know, the relations between Cuba and the United States. Well, right, right now, there's going to be a ma major protest in New York City on the 29th of October, mar a march to the uh, United Nations during the discussion and debate before the discussion and the debate opens up, which which should be significant. Um, and people could join that, and that—that's the, the biggest thing they could do right now. Where is the American business community on this? Usually, they're always, you know, chopping at the bit to get more markets to sell into. Have they been pushing to, to lift the blockade? Well, certain elements of the business community have farmers, for example, who would like to sell sell apples to Cuba. Um, would like to see that market open up and Cuba does import a lot of food, which is a, is a, is a problem for the revolution because the revolution has made education free to everyone through college. As a result, I think it's, it's, it's had a negative impact on uh, agricultural production in the sense that people would rather not become 
farmers in Cuba. Um, this is this is an issue that they're going to have grappling with right now. Have any of our local Congress people, you know, spoken out on the issue of the blockade? Like, not Tonka? that I'm aware. Hmm. The support has come from the from the radical parties like the Green Party and the socialist groups. You mentioned the European Union, you know, trade or at least the tourist trade from Europe is down. But, you know, what is the European Union uh, trying to do about the blockade? Well, historically, they've been opposed to it by abstention, if, if, if not a vote per se. But aside from that, they, you know, Basically, the blockade, <clears throat> the way it functions, it it limits the. It's it says the U.S. law says that if if a, a manufactured item has either any any percentage of like ten percent of U.S. material in it, it can't be uh, sold to Cuba. As a result, Cuba had to make, create their own ventilators during the COVID crisis, and they of course also they also invented a number of vaccines, which the WHO has dragged its feet on, recognizing their efficacy. That's another issue, of course. So we've been talking with John Flanders, Albany, Cuba Solidarity. If people want to get in touch with Albany, Cuba Solidarity, how best can they do that? Well, we have an email address, um, Albany, Cuba Solidarity at gmail.com. One word, all run together. Well, thank and, you. Well, thank you very much. And this has been Mark Dunley uh, for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.